on this great feast of Pentecost, which comes 50 days after Jesus' resurrection from the dead. We commemorate the descent of the Holy Spirit on the disciples, and also this is the church's birthday. So this is a great uh, feast day for our church. After Easter and Christmas, this is actually our greatest feast. It's so special that we actually have a hymn before our gospel. This hymn is called the Pentecost or Golden Sequence. And it's been used since the 1200s, so it's pretty old. It's a beautiful prayer to the Holy Spirit. One of the prayers to the Holy Spirit is, Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. So on this great feast day, what can we learn? What's something foundational to the Christian life that we can take away today? In St. John's Gospel, Jesus rose from the dead, and the very first action he wants his disciples to do, the very first thing is to receive the Holy Spirit. The very first action Jesus wants his disciples to do, it wasn't to go and evangelize. It wasn't to share the good news with others. It was to receive God. We can't give what we don't have. And Jesus knew that. And so he says to them, receive the Holy Spirit. That's foundational to the Christian life, us receiving God. Throughout salvation history, God in the Old Testament wandered with his chosen people, Israel, to the promised land. In the New Testament, Jesus eats works and is with his disciples for a period of time. And now all of a sudden, in this special moment, God is not satisfied to simply wander with his people. God is not satisfied to simply eat with his people. But God wants to come and dwell in his disciples' hearts. That's what the mystery of this Pentecost is all about, being filled with God's life. And so what happens when the disciples receive that Holy Spirit? We hear in the Acts of the Apostles, there appeared to them as tongues of fire, and they received the Holy Spirit. One of the symbols of the Holy Spirit is fire. Fire represents the love of God. It's God's love. And fire transforms. It's powerful. It's energetic. And the love of God is transformative. It's energetic. It's powerful. This Holy Spirit is fire. And when the disciples receive it, we see that the fear that they had in their hearts is cast out. Jesus walked with his disciples for three years in public ministry. And when we look at the Gospels, In some sense, the disciples didn't change too much. Even after Jesus rose from the dead and spent 40 days with his disciples, when we look at them, they really didn't change that much. But then when we reach Pentecost, on this beautiful day, the disciples are transformed because they're filled with the fire of God's love. And so we saw that this event makes a huge difference in the life of a Christian. And so we may simply wonder, 
How can I be open to the Holy Spirit? How can I be open to this fire? As you and I know, through our baptism and confirmation, we already received the Holy Spirit. But why is my heart not aflame sometimes? Why don't I experience this fire that the disciples did on this day? We can really just bring to mind a simple word from Jesus. Ask and you shall receive. Do we ask for the Holy Spirit in our lives? Do we say, come Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me, love me, fill me with your fire? Do we ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit each and every day? Knowledge, counsel, wisdom, piety, understanding, fortitude, and fear of the Lord. Do we call upon the Holy Spirit each and every day? Do we have a longing for the Holy Spirit? Do we desire the Holy Spirit? When we long or desire something, it actually expands our hearts to receive it more and more. And so when we long for the Holy Spirit more and more, we receive the Holy Spirit more and more. It's also important to remember that this event of Pentecost took place at the very same place Jesus had his Last Supper. This is an image of that upper room, the location where the Pentecost occurred, but also the first Mass occurred. When we come to Mass, Pentecost occurs. When we come here on the weekend, the Holy Spirit is present. And so simply, we need to have a longing and ask for the Holy Spirit to come and fill our hearts with this fire. Someone that grew to learn how to receive God's love, to receive the Holy Spirit, was St. Philip Neri. He's a saint in the 16th century. He was over in Rome in the catacombs of St. Sebastian praying on the eve of Pentecost. And he simply just asked, Holy Spirit, pour your life into me. And he received a vision of a globe of fire above him, and it descended into his heart. In that moment, he was filled with the love of God so much, he told God to stop. When was the last time we were loved so much that we told that person to stop loving us? It's quite amazing. He experienced a profound joy, And when he placed his hand over his heart, he actually felt his heart swelling. It was expanding. And so after St. Philip Neri's death, there was a few doctors that actually looked at his body, and they saw that his heart actually grew, and he had a few cracked ribs. So what can we take away from that story? He was not lacking with the fire of God's love. And when he received that Holy Spirit, he really became, as the title says, the Apostle of Rome. He went through the streets and evangelized. It only first came, though, when he received that Holy Spirit. And so on this Pentecost Sunday, may we just ask for the Holy Spirit to pour his life, his fire into our hearts. And may we just ask, you know, the simple prayer, come Holy Spirit, so easy but I need that reminder as well. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in us the fire of your love. Amen.